Searching for something to put a smile back on your face Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place You need a partner for the ride Cause everybody needs a climb So set your worries to the side Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Uh, Jessica, my overbearing parents just left. They decided <laughs> they were going to pay my rent. Oh my gosh, how exciting. So oh, no, happy actually, you. yeah, no, actually, I have to pay room and board. Oh, they get to pay for everything else. Your studi, your studi, your st- what is it? I'm almost studies. your studies. Your, stu- your studies. Yeah, that's the word. That's the word that I was yeah. looking for. Are you a robot that is malfunctioning? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there we have it. You heard it here first. Just yes. Yeah. Um, You're a robot. Can I tell you that when people were originally like, you should watch Felicity, Felicity's great, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, like when we watch a Dawson's Creek, right? Like when we watch a show where the titular character, right? To Felicity is the girl. She's the it girl. She's the numero uno with a mm-hmm. bullet. Um, Felicity has lost her mind. Mm, yeah. Like, I thought she was bad last episode. And not bad as in like, I dislike her. Bad as in like, girl, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. But this episode fully just off the deep end yeah absolutely she's absolutely batshit insane i don't i don't know she does not think before she does she just does she does and does and does and doesn't ever stop to think like hmm, maybe should i not do that nope she already did it she already did it. <laughs> yeah. She already did it. She already did it. Just when you think that she's about to make a decision, she's already done it. I think what she needs to do is listen, Sally it's sounds not. great. Like, yes. Sally sounds wonderful. <laughs> little pen pal. Perfect. She, great. Yeah. Um, instead, she needs to talk to a therapist. <laughs> I yes, think thanks. she needs a therapist on speed dial so that she could call and be like, hey, I'm thinking about sending this guy who i told i didn't have a crush on well i actually do i do have a really big crush on him i'm like actually really obsessed with him i'm thinking about sending him my college admissions essay that is entirely about him and my obsession about him and the reason that he's he's the reason i came to this college and like their ther- her therapist would take two seconds and then be like felicity i need you to sit on your hands for like a full 10 minutes right yeah i think it's gonna be one of those things where she's going to have to do the alphabet game like okay, it's Felicity, you're gonna have to do like the alphabet game. Uh, it's a it's a device that therapists use or advise people that deal with anxiety. So it's like 
A, Apple, B, boy, C, or sometimes it's like Well, they're not even themed. It's just any word. Yeah, well, I think they are themed. Or it could be like names like A, Allison, B, Barbara. Oh, no, but see, Felicity would get to B, Ben, and then lose her mind all over. Okay, that's true. (laughs) But the point is, is that like you need to distract yourself and like work on a project. Also, I think you're supposed to go from Z as well. Oh, so it's backwards, like when you're drunk and they're trying to trip you up? Yeah. Yeah. But basically, it's a way for you to focus your brain on something else other than the anxiety or the depression that you're feeling. And I think that this is a trick. Felicity needs to do this because sometimes when you're going into a spiral, you just can't get out of it. So if you're distracting yourself with something like that, then like your your head is is mm-hmm. fully formed out of the issue. So a little a little device. Uh, Felicity absolutely needs some help. And I I gotta say, like I don't I don't think we're supposed to like her. Oh no, DBK said that we are. But we're I definitely supposed we're, to like her. I don't think so because I fucking can't stand her. I don't <laughs> I don't like her one bit. See, I don't. It's not that I can't stand her. It's more. That I'm watching her do these things, and I'm like, Felicity, girl, I just want to help you. I You're just a dumb fuck. Help you. That's what like, you are. I just, I, I don't want to help her. She can't help herself. herself. No, she really can't. She really can't. She actively works against herself every chance she gets. Yeah. Um. This episode, I thought last episode was like going to be the wildest one in terms of like Felicity's actions. No. And then it was like we got to this episode and I was like, oh, oh, we're not. We didn't. It was almost like a two part premiere because I'm like, oh, we're not done yet. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just think that yet. it's just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. Like, I don't ever think that Felicity is going to stop. I mean, probably not. And we're going to have four seasons of this version of Felicity. Just like, <gasps> you know what? Mm-hmm. I just had a revelation. What's that? This makes her chopping off all her hair make way more sense. Oh, like a Britney moment. Yeah. Yeah, full on meltdown haircut. Oh boy, um, so we'll see what yeah, happens. I'm, I, I mean, it is uncommon for me not to love like the title character, mm-hmm. but Felicity reminds me. I've had a few friends in my life where they're just hurricanes. They like come into your life. They give you anxiety. They disrupt everything. They like disrupt everything for themselves, and then they dip. And then you're left with a feeling of uneasiness and like, mm-hmm. what can I do to fix this person's shit when it's not your job, but they make it your job because they're coming into your life and disrupting it. And there's people like me and like Noel who get swept up into their Julie. tornado yeah. and feel like it's their partially their responsibility to help fix this person. And it what seems it- as though. Yeah. Felicity is a hurricane friend. She really is. Do we have an idea? Because we, you know, we love to do this on Gemini. what I okay. I'm not gonna say you read my mind, but literally the first thought I had in my head was she's an air sign. The second thought I had in my head was she's a Gemini. <laughs> this bitch is a Gemini. And I'm a definite Gemini. I do I don't know if I attract Geminis, but Geminis love me, so mm-hmm. I do have a lot of Geminis in my life, but they are the biggest mind fuck that I've ever experienced. Because the thing is, for me, I just need stability. 
Like, I really do. Like, I can't handle the ups and downs that a Gemini provides. Mm -hmm. But because I have a lot of Geminis in my life, I'm always on this roller coaster of fuckery. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely couldn't. I I don't think I have a ton of Gemini friends. And I just don't know that I would ever attract them because I feel like I would just be like, listen, you need to stop. (laughs) And they would be like, okay, I'm out of here. That was my hurricane noise of them. Elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I get swept away in the fuckery all the time. Yeah. And it's not my fault. I mean, it could Um, be my fault. mm, (laughs) I think it's, I, I think it's not like, a 50 50 situation but at least like 70 30 and you're the 30 sure yeah like i mean there's definitely an element of you can't help you you like to help people you like to fix things i also like to hear a bit of the drama yeah there's multiple reasons why you get pulled in yeah but anyway, like Felicity is somebody that I think that I would be swept in her mess and Yeah, you would be in her orbit for sure. And I don't I don't know, like it gives me a stomach ache just thinking about all of the chaos that she would create and the dust that would be in the wake of mm-hmm. myself. But anyway, we get Felicity fucking around this episode, but before that, Jessica we have to talk about the most amazing uh, opening credit scene Ugh. I've ever seen. It's nonsense. The, okay, there's no words to the music. It's just music. And it's like black and white, basically just photos of Felicity yeah. bopping around New York City. Yeah. Some of well, them are really fucking blurry, too. And I'm like, <laughs> this whole this show is, is blurry. If this- if this they, is like an example they, yeah. of what we're gonna get with Felicity's quote unquote artistic like style, sure. I'm not here for it because girl, just because you put a b- photo in black and white doesn't mean it's art. Yeah, I'm pretty convinced that this show was filmed with Vaseline on the lens because <laughs> it is hard to see what's going down sometimes. And all the cl- there is so many close ups. It's all close-ups. I'm just bitching because I do the graphics and it's really hard. It was really hard today to try to grab a screen grab of something yeah. that was like actually like good. So yeah. um I'm a little sour, but that's okay. Uh, and I thought that there were words, but then when I'm listening, it's just no. like badu. <laughs> it's like fucking Sims music. Ba-do-do. <laughs> All I want in this world now is for you to do the opening theme. I mean, that's basically it. Like, I thought that they were saying words, but it's just like, ha ba do ba sha ba do. And like, can we get this one? Like, no, that's like, boom. Yeah, it's it's basically just one person going like. And it's like, what are you okay? <laughs> no, none of us are okay. I don't, I, yeah, I don't understand. Oh it God. feels like it feels like they were going for teen angst, but instead, where they landed was kind of like a mix of like elevator slash elevator music slash simlish slash when you're in a store and they're playing that very like soft romantic rock music like it's kind Mm -hmm. of like a blend of all of that together Mm -hmm. i hate it yeah well anyway 
that's, that's our opening. opening credits. I don't. Yeah. I hope it changes. I doubt it will, but whatever. I mean, yeah, I like, don't know. We might get a different, coming, like, at least different pictures for season two. I guess. <sighs> yeah, I mean, coming from I don't want to wait and I like I that and like uh, as a boy means world, boy means world. Um, this is a little lackluster. Definitely, definitely not a bop. Even I mean, freaks and geeks like I'm going to give a damn about my damn reputation. Yeah, so classic. Yeah, uh, shoopy doo ba boo ba is uh, <laughs> is my least favorite song. Yeah, there's a bunch, but so we're opening up. It seems as though. Um, our juxtaposition shot when we're entering Felicity episode is Felicity talking to her ghost friend, Sally. Always. And she like, I feel like she, okay, because we're in New York, right? We're in the fall. So she's wearing her like big chonky turtleneck. Me which too. You are too. I actually really like the color of this turtleneck because it's like an eggplanty purple color. Oh, um, I'm wearing purple too, you bitch. You're not. Like, <laughs> Anne, this is purple. Where? You're just blind. That's gray. This is all purple. It's that is, purple. That is not purple. Yes, you I can is. tell by the look on your face that this is a lie. No, I'm telling you the truth. It's lilac. It's that. Purple. That's lilac? That looks gray. This is it's so bad camera. for an audio. It's the camera. It's the camera. But okay. this thing is like, it's a tent. But I love that. It's love very that comfortable. Yeah, it's like um, a sweater, but it's a turtleneck. It's purple. Uh, but yeah, Felicity look- is talking about like, oh, I'm so, and this seems like, I don't know, maybe it's a few weeks in or something, but she's just like, because I feel like you'd have a little bit of time where you're like uh, still adjusting, but she's yeah. like, so happy I stayed. New York is the best. And I love this this comparison, she says, where she says, you know what? At first I thought it was scary because there's like so many people on the sidewalks. But then I thought about it. You know what? It was like being one snowflake in a crazy blizzard. But everyone is one snowflake. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Wow. This is so fucking, deep. This scholar is yeah. something else. Fucking poetry, Felicity. Poetry. poetry. <laughs> Everybody is a snowflake. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Now, this just sounds like. We're part of the like re- uh, Republican uh, committee when we're calling everybody a snowflake, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, I really think that uh, Felicity is feeling her city vibes. She's definitely got like uptown girl in her discman and is bopping down the street. I remember these yeah. days when I was commuting into the city. There's like when you are no longer a tourist in the city and you're now a resident or a working woman in New York, you kind of do feel like a little bit of a badass. So I understand where Felicity is coming from, having experienced something similar myself. Yeah, it just feels like very she's very quick to like be one with New York City because she's like, oh, I've been, you know, leaving my parents like these 10 minute long messages okay. just to make them feel better. Now, OK, hold on. If my child was living, leaving me 10 minute long voicemails, would you not be concerned? Also, that- wouldn't you pick up the phone? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I would be really go concerned. I would be really concerned that they're like having a yeah. tough time. Like, oh, they like keep calling me and leaving voicemails. Like, no wonder yeah. their parent, her parents showed up because like they were obviously concerned about her. Yeah, I guess I could see that, like, especially because she's calling from like random payphones on the street, and I'm just picturing her there for like 10 minutes. Um, but this is how I know Felicity is is not okay. Like, she's still not okay. And it's because she's like, Well, guess what? You know what? 
I'm like totally over Ben. Like it was a dumb crush. I'm totally over him. Mm-hmm. And we see like her staring at him in class. And then she's like, and you know what? I thought it would be really weird between me and Julie. But we talked about it and she's over Ben too. And then it's like we get like Julia sitting behind Felicity also staring. <laughs> yeah. These two are frenemies. They are going to be a disaster and, mess. And you know what? I'm really upset about it, Sarah, because we all throughout Dawson's Creek and obvi- okay, let me just tell you too, if you're new here, also, hi, welcome. Thank you for joining us. We're going to refer a lot to Dawson's Creek because that is like our teen drama that we just finished covering. So we're always going to make comparisons because I can't help myself. But we wanted Joey and Jen to be friends for like literally all of Dawson's Creek and they never could. They just couldn't. They were naturally born frenemies. And I'm very upset because Julie and Felicity, I thought were going to be like best buds. And we already have strife. Yeah. Girls can't be friends, Jessica. Don't you realize? Especially when there's boys in the mix, they have to be petty. Yeah. Don't you know that? That's teen drama. Fight over a boy. Do I want to? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, I feel like we should have, we can find something to fight over if we really Mm. wanted to. We've had a few fights. Yes, but never about like not us about boys. the same boy. No, no. But it's not like we have types she... that are too dissimilar. But what's that? I was just gonna ask if you thought like if you thought that when we were at like this age or Dawson's Creek age, like so, like high school, college, if we would have been attracted to the same types of guys. Um. Maybe later in college, but I don't think in high school. I think that we definitely, I don't know at what point it started to converge, but at some point, like, both of our types became, like, lumberjack, and I don't know when that happened. I picture my husband chopping a piece of wood. Um. (laughs) Yeah. I started being, I used to say that my type was the brawny paper towel man starting in college. Isn't he bald? No, fucking that's Mr. Clean. I'm okay. We've done you got this it. already. You're rationally upset at me. Okay, We've have done we done this, this already? Oh, now I looked him up. Um, my problem with the brawny man is that he needs facial hair. Not the blonde one. Not the blonde one. No, I didn't. That one. that one with the mustache is full on porn star. Yeah, that's why I like him. You like the porn star one? Yeah, the brown hair one with the facial hair. No, no. Wait. Yes. Wait. The one that looks like a daddy. <laughs> I'm lost. Okay, I'm gonna share my screen with you, and we're gonna we're gonna describe this to people because it just feels necessary. Um, I'm just gonna say that, like, I need to know which one you're referring to because on I have one man <laughs> uh-huh. who is in a plaid, like reddish shirt, dark yeah, dark I, hair. I like him. I like him. Clean shaven. Yeah. This other man though is no. more like a golden brown. No, kind of he's like- the blonde one. We don't like him. He has a, a mustache that full on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is an NSFW podcast. I need to remind people because I'm about to say something. Yeah. This guy looks like his favorite thing to do is to like is to is to definitely go down south and like eat someone out. <laughs> I mean, he's a gentleman. <laughs> like all brawny men, of course. It's absolutely yeah what do you so which man are you the one you like the one that doesn't have the facial hair yeah but in my head he definitely they definitely converged at one point so i will say now and i don't know if this is the most up-to-date brawny but 
it is a man in a plaid shirt and he has like a bit of a five o'clock shadow, but they chop yeah. him off at the nose. Yeah, so. but you see that chin is a very strong chin. I mean, we love a strong chin. Oh, someone dressed as the brawny paper towel man for Halloween. Yeah. Look at that. So, so you're saying is, but like, am, am, am I wrong that this is like not, not a person that you would be attracted to? Um, I would only be attracted to, well, the same one you said, except the fact that I, he's not wearing, he doesn't have facial hair. And to me, that is like, that's well, the, yeah, that's but that's why you add sense. the one in with like the current one with the facial hair. Okay. Then yes. Yeah there i'm so glad we figured this out yeah, i don't know at what point in time um our types converge but it did yeah it happened i mean your husband's a very good looking guy thank you thank you so much yeah so anyway um yeah so they're both still into ben and ben approaches felicity and he's just like oh so you decided you're staying and she's like yeah 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 and he's like and he does this like again he's like flirty with her where he's smiling and he's just like you know what? I can't. I just can't figure you out. I think he just wants to fuck. Like it doesn't matter who or what. He's just in the mood all the time. So if he's gonna flirt so. with Felicity, he's gonna flirt with Felicity. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. And so she's still apparently working at the emissions office. She hasn't been fired yet. And this woman comes up to her, and she's just like, "Oh, apparently there was a man who wanted to read your your application essay." And I did tell him, "No, obviously it's confidential." Obviously. But like, what? Why does this woman assume that this means Felicity has an admirer? What fucking admirer is like? You know what I want? I really like this girl. I really like her. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to read her college admissions essay. Mm. Well, the thing that I found interesting was that I don't know if this got lost in translation or if the dad has a young voice, but Felicity said a young man asked for yeah. my college admissions essay. And I like, so it was interpreted that this person that was calling was a young guy. That's why Fel Felicity figured out that, um, or thought that it was Ben yeah. um, or Noel. I kind of was leaning towards Noel at first, but uh, I guess she thought it was Ben. Because she wanted it to be Ben. She That's wanted why. it to be Ben. Yeah. But uh, it was the dad. If the admissions lady was like some old decrepit guy called that kind of sounds like a, a doctor or a lawyer and she'd be like oh dad like you are exactly. you're meddling into my business yes yeah but no of course she immediately assumes it's ben and so the first thing she does is runs to noel who's like working on some essay and does the whole like someone knocks on his door and he's like hold on a second and he's like really thinking hard about the sentence <laughs> <laughs> he's like i need to figure out how to end this paragraph t uh h e space e n d period nailed it it's so ridiculous um but yeah so she hands in the floor calendar and she asks like oh you didn't call the like admissions off office asking for my essay right and he's like no why would i do that and she's like all smiley she's like no never mind never mind and noel let me say, Sarah, I feel like there's a reason you are team Noel. I feel like Noel is a bit of you sometimes because yeah. he's like, you have to tell me now. Now you have yeah, just to tell me. me. Tell me. <laughs> I am a curious cat. I really like I, I have this fascination, like how people can just not be very, very curious about anything like tidbits. Yeah. The only time that I won't 
like do this is like I, I hate it when people are like if you're hanging out with somebody and somebody's on their phone and they like are like oh shit or like they like, they, like laugh giggle at something. and, and yeah. then you, they want you to be like what's so funny I don't I refuse to give people there's that satisfaction it's, it's literally or, like when we were younger and people used to make Facebook statuses yeah. or like MySpace away messages or like AIM away messages where it's like I hate everyone don't want to talk right now yes yeah I refuse to give that the satisfaction of knowing what's going on because I know that they're just trying to be I mean like of course I'm like wondering but I, You're I not just, gonna reach out in that. Case. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna reach yeah. out. Um, but yeah. So Noel needs to know what happened. What's going on? He's also definitely still crushing on Felicity. Well, and Felicity makes it even more awkward in my opinion because she's like, "Well, it's a little hard to talk to you because you admitted that you had feelings for me," and Noel just says, "Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that because you know what? I get crushes on everyone." <laughs> I also kind of feel like that's pretty relatable. <laughs> like, I mean, if you're not falling in love with literally every single person in the galaxy, then like, what are you doing? Well, I also don't think he follows it up very well because like, well, I'm an RA and you're a freshman. So I think it was just this power trip. And I'm like, Ew. you're something very problematic, Noel. <laughs> yeah, Noel. Like, way to make it actually weird. It wasn't weird before, but you yeah. actually made it weird. And you're a sophomore and she's a freshman, so there's a year difference. But whatever. If you want to talk about power trips, then pop off, sir. Yeah. So she admits that she thinks that Ben – uh, tried to get the essay and she's like do you think that I should just give him the essay and Noel's like this yeah. is a fucking terrible idea the worst idea you've ever had please do not yeah. do this she admits that the essay was about him well and I love this where he's like I think your instincts are right I don't think you should let him see it and she's like okay I'm going to <laughs> And she's like, I just wanted to use you as a sounding board. This is also so infuriating. I hate yeah, this. When yeah. people ask for your advice and they're like, well, fuck you. I already know what I'm doing. I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, then why did you waste my time? This is so stupid. She immediately is just like, no, nah, I'm going to do it. I just wanted to use you as a sounding board. I'm going to do it. And you know what? <clears throat> to make it less awkward for him, mm -hmm. I'm going to mail it. That sounds like a perfect way to do this. You are such a dumb fuck. Yeah, You're she's so it's, stupid. It's so Duh. bad. It's it's just so bad. She says, here's my new theory. No matter what, you can never be ashamed of the truth. And I like to say that is absolutely incorrect. I'm ashamed of a lot of my truths, actually. <laughs> I'm probably ashamed of all of my truths. <laughs> so stupid. She's so dumb. Why? She's a dummy. First she's of all, a... why do you think this has been? Like, what? What? Why would he be like, suddenly I want to know everything you wrote revenge. about me, Felicity? Absolutely revenge. Oh, like, you've so lost she, it. So she mails it out at her local post box. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know what? Once you mail something, it's gone. Like, you can't reverse that. There's no Uno reverse card for USPS. No. This is why you should have, like, thought about hand delivering it. Because then you could always back out last second. And if you're that yeah. embarrassed to hand it over, maybe he shouldn't be reading it in the first place. Exactly. But... She does what she does, immediately walks into her advisor's office, and her parents are there. And, oh, like, no. immediately it's revealed that, like, we, we you know, we we were worried about you. Uh, we actually didn't leave. And we want to know, like, are you on drugs? Um, like, uh, dad, his, her dad says, I did call the, like, admissions office. And Felicity starts freaking out because, yeah, it was her dad, not Ben. Yeah. Um, you know, 
I think that her parents have the right to be concerned because she seems to be doing a lot of erratic things. They don't know why she went to New York. They're not, she's not communicating with them. She's calling. Well, she is communicating, but I'm sure she's just like, I had pie today. It was so yummy. The cafeteria had steak and potatoes. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. Also, I went and uh, watched a movie in the uh, student lounge. How fun. And yeah, instead of like, being like, oh, I'm obsessed with this guy, Ben. Yeah, All I do exactly. is think about Ben, Ben, Ben. Ben, yeah. Ben, 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 Ben. Yeah. Oh, like, you know what? I was thinking I want to be an art major instead of a doctor. <laughs> he, he, he. And like their parents <laughs> are like, oh, our daughter is on the crack. So, um, yeah, so they are concerned. I would be concerned, too. And Felicity goes and like freaks out when she finds out that her dad did the call because obviously it was a terrible idea to mail the essay. So yep. she tries to go to the mail room. Now, the mail room does not fuck around at college. The mail room no. is basically like an armed guard. Yeah, she basically says, I know this is a strange request, but I want I sent my friend a letter and I need to make sure he got it. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. And she's like, please, please, please. This is super important. It's an invitation. So he goes to the box. He finds the envelope. He shows her the envelope, puts it back. And she's like, can you give that to me? And he's just like, no. Okay. You know what you needed to do, Felicity? Once again, you dumb fuck. Tell him the truth. You said that honesty is the best policy, right? Yeah. Say, hello, Mr. Mail dis uh, Distributor. I did something really fucking dumb. I, yeah. I mailed this letter to this guy that I never dated and did not know my name until last week and professed my love to him in my college essay. And if yeah. I don't get it back, then I am going to have to transfer out of this university, sir. Yeah. And she double fucks up because when she runs into Ben and he has he's just gotten his mail and someone knocks into him and he drops all his letters. You know what I would do? Hey, look over there. Boom. Snatch that envelope off the fucking ground. She misses a prime opportunity here. But again, he has the he has the note now. He has the the essay. Um, meanwhile, this is like my favorite subplot is the Noel and Larry situation where because Noel is an RA, he has to deal with some of the stuff on the floor and yeah. Larry, poor Larry is dealing with his roommate, Lewis, who's sleep talking. And it's not that he's sleep talking. It's that he's talking about murdering his roommate, which is me, Larry. And he keeps buying knives. <laughs> terrifying absolutely <laughs> terrifying did you recognize larry um I larry, larry no. is I uh from harold and kumar oh i didn't recognize him no yeah uh so i would be very terrified if i heard my roommate making threats about knives so that is remember when we were talking about like what is noel's job description as yeah. an ra and what's not this constitutes as something that he actually should and needs to deal with not yeah. felicity should yeah yeah and i love <laughs> noel is also like terrible at his job again not that he should be having to deal with this this to me feels like a report to the like people that put you in charge of being an ra like report to adults here 
because this oh, yeah. is scary. Yeah. But then because Noel, who's like in the hallway having this conversation with Lewis about like, so you're not buying any knives. You're not going to kill your roommate. And Lewis is like, no. And he's like, I wish you were more convincing, but it doesn't matter because literally the minute he sees Felicity, he's like, I don't give a fuck if Lewis dies or lawyer Larry dies. Let them both fucking die in a fire. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Have fun with your knives. Bye. Yeah. Off to talk to Felicity. Yeah. You know what was funny? My mom, um, when she moved out of New Jersey, she left me with like a box of like random stuff. And one of them was this like humongous like fish stabby knife. Like yeah. she used to yeah, go I know what, snor- yeah, I know like snorkeling. Yeah. And it was the and I was like, how am I supposed to dispose of this? Like, what am I supposed yeah. to do with this? It's a giant knife. Yeah. I don't know what happened to it. Oh, well, someone stabbed someone with it somewhere. I don't think so. I was like, do I hand this into the police? Like, where does it go? Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. Bury giant, it. Bury a giant it. Knife. I don't I don't really know what happened, but um mm. I hope but, yeah. it's doing well. Moving on from the knife. <laughs> We're back to Nolan Felicity because he like immediately sees her and it's like, hey, what's going on? Uh, and uh, he she's like, well, guess what? It wasn't Ben. And he's like, yeah, but that's fine because you didn't give him the letter, right? Terrible, terrible, terrible. And then she says, and then she like opens up about her parents, like meeting with the counselor. And Noel says, well, the best thing you should do is invite your parents to come see the dorm and invite the and and he wants Noel. Noel wants to meet Felicity's parents. That's that's the whole point of coming to the mm-hmm. dorm now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Goodness gracious. Um, Noel is ready to meet the parents. I know the parent meeting the parents is definitely a big deal. I understand. He uh, convinces her that she should come. The issue, once again, is that, like, they show up on, like, a Friday night where they're, everybody's raging or, like, a Saturday. No, she, it's 2 p.m. <laughs> Okay, the, but still, I don't really, like, it can't be, like, you need to invite them during, like, study hours or at, like, 8 a.m. Don't invite them when everyone's partying. Well, and I think, I don't know, I personally feel like maybe she should have had the conversation with Megan first, but, like, no. after she invites Megan the parents talk over, to her. well, she tries to talk to Megan and be like, um, do you mind, like, putting away some of your skulls <gasps> for tomorrow? Uh-huh. Okay, so. Megan's like, no. No, no thank <laughs> she you. She just leaves. Yeah. Uh, okay, so one more little, um, uh, like, a, a little a little sidebar. So uh, one of my friends just started dating again, and <laughs> she went on a date, and the guy has a skull collection. Um, I have so many questions. My brain couldn't process which one to ask first. Yeah. Okay. And what kind of skulls is my first question? Human skulls. Human? Human skulls. Where does he get them? Why does he have them? How many does he have? He orders them online from the the English. No, they're authentic British skulls. Why does he need British skulls? Why does he need so many of them? (laughs) Why does he collect them? Does he have a, uh, does he have like a case for them? I don't, I don't. them? No, no, Can no. Please follow up and ask these questions. The you say issue... you're the curious one, and yet here I am asking no, the important okay, questions. So, like, the thing was, no, I had a lot of questions, but 
like my friend stopped seeing him obviously obviously red flag the first thing would be i would have so many questions for the guy and then i would be like okay see you never (laughs) um yeah but no i i i have so many questions but i can't i can't I can't get them because oh she won't see the guy anymore. So did she go on one date with him? How yeah, early in the conversation did the skulls come up? Mid mid convo, mid convo, mid yeah. first date convo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awful, awful. Because yeah. how do you like leave? You know, how do you? That's that's when you pull the ripcord and you do the like. I have to go to the bathroom, and then, then you, you just text go. your friend and you say. You need to call me and tell me there's an emergency. And then you go back out to the restaurant and then you get the phone call saying there's an emergency and you get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I really do have a lot of questions. Like, trust me, I really want to know. I have so but many questions about Also, this. my friend didn't seem that phased by the skull collection. Maybe she should date him if she wasn't that phased by the skull collection. To be honest with you, that wasn't the deal breaker for yeah. her. What? She what said that he, you said that he was dull. <laughs> okay, I just think my brain is gonna explode right now because how is a person who collects skulls also really dull? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's Man. so many questions. When I asked what kind of skulls, yeah. I literally thought you were gonna be like, oh, there's a possum one, there's a rat one. Like no. I was not thinking human head. Human. I would hate to be, not to be this person, but like if I die, I would hate for my skull to just be passed around to some random dude who collects them. (laughs) I'm just saying, like I would want better for my skull. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, of course I understand. Okay, (laughs) so best thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) hold on, hold on. Okay, um, wait, hold on. Okay, I'm reading the conversations. It it's so funny. Um okay, so, <laughs> so like it's just so funny. You know what? Okay, we talk because we both listen. You got me hooked on this podcast, uh normal gossip. Normal gossip. And I feel like if there was an episode about this man, it would be called the Dull Skull Collector. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Okay, so here we go. Yeah. Um, I didn't tell you, but uh redacted told me he had a skull collection personally i don't think it's weird but objectively it's weird then i said ha 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 um and i said i put three red flags then dollar sign dash dollar sign dash dollar sign slash slash and and slash basically three skulls <laughs> crying face, crying face, three red flags. And then she said he didn't acquire the skulls themselves. He bought them. And to be fair, the skulls were the most exciting thing about him. And I said, ha 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 ha, where does one buy skulls? She says, England, of course. We and need I, to find okay. Like I said, I and talking. I said, What? What kind of skulls? I was like, animals? He can't even collect his own. Cause at this point, I'm like, they have to be animal skulls like yes exactly and then i was like human and she said it's human i was like you can't collect human skulls and she says and he had a whale bone and i said that is revolting i hate him (laughs) what part of the whale 
I don't, I don't oh know. Like a whale vertebrae. And she's just the bone. And then I, she said, I think that's more like a museum unless like a serial killer. And I said, how can someone just find a whale vertebrae? And she said, at a beach. I said, uh, redacted. This yeah, is right. Insane. There's no way he found it at the beach. I was like, please. you can't collect skulls. That's a psycho. And she said, I'm not making this up. He had like three skulls. I said, three skulls. This, this is a natural history museum. That's three skulls too many. <laughs> and then she said, I don't know. Personally, I don't find it weird, but it's very weird. Okay. She, what? <laughs> she said, and I said, I would be running. And uh, <laughs> she said, I know better to date a, a skull collector, but I don't know. That's it. So, uh that's that is the story now so i did ask our uk correspondent if he's ever heard of someone purchasing skulls in the mm -hmm. uk and he mm -hmm. said um what <laughs> yeah. and then he did follow it up with i know david Tennant used a real human skull when he played hamlet it was some dude's dying request apparently there we go uh, it's in England, it's uh, a, a common occurrence to buy schools. Yeah. And so this is my new favorite story. And um, I'm really upset because I was really hoping that my friend would be dating for a long time. But now she has taken a liking to this guy that like posts a lot of pictures of cooked fish um, uh, on his Instagram. Oh, no, it's that's almost as bad as people taking pictures with fish for their dating Instagram. Like yeah, no, profiles. no, he has a passion for halibut, so I call him fish guy. I mean, better than skull guy, I guess. Yeah, skull, but skull she's guy. taking a liking to him, and I, I don't know. I think that he's the flavor of the week or the okay. month or the year. We'll, well see. Stuart wanted to confirm that is indeed not a UK thing. Um, so you know, sounds more American anyway. But anyway. Uh, back to Felicity. <laughs> I, I was really happy to take that detour. <laughs> that was the best detour ever. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So here we go. So Felicity's parents are visiting. They're in the dorm hallway, and it's super loud. It smells like beer. <laughs> she brings, yeah, she brings them into her room, and of course, there's Megan. <laughs> Ew, Megan has like some terrifying things in her closet, by the way, and I don't like any of it. It seemed evil and gross, but um, basically, mm, Felicity calls Megan weird. Megan was hanging out in the closet, and Megan says, "I'm not weird. You wear hush puppies," which I don't really know what hush puppies are. I but... googled it. They're shoes. Okay. Um. And now. I don't quite understand what they are because I feel like there's like a bunch that qualify, but they look like a kind of a man's like boating shoe almost like Sperry's kind of, but a little bit more, I would say um, a little bit more uh, proper than that. A little mm. fancier than a boat shoe. All right. Well, that's disgusting to Megan, who is a little bit more punk, a little bit more goth. And um, I like the, the my favorite thing in this scene was how meta it was that Felicity's mom was like, wow, your room is really big, like much bigger <laughs> than I thought it would be. Yeah. I thought that it was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, now, Noel comes in and without looking around or knocking like he should as a man coming into a woman's room. Or just a person entering anyone's room that is their own. Knock. Exactly. Exactly. True. He's 
like, hey, when's the overbearing parents coming? And he enters and he's like, oh, I'm really sorry. This is so awkward. Yeah. Big, big yikes. And they're like, oh, you work here? And we find out he's a sophomore. And he's like, he is so awkward and apologetic. He's like, I'm so, so sorry. You know, that was not, that was not what Felicity said. That was like my interpretation. And Felicity's like, just, just stop. Just stop it. Stop it. Yeah. And this is when Larry comes in. A knife, and he says, "This is Lewis. <laughs> he wants to kill me." Where did he find the knife? <laughs> That's almost as big as my mom's fish knife. <laughs> Would you rather date knife guy or skull guy? Oh God! Rather... Okay, this is actually a good question because there are men who collect knives. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't collect knives. Why would you need so many knives? What are you using yeah. the knives for? Yeah. If you carry one knife on you and you like use it all the time yeah. or you have a job that like it makes sense. Go, I mean, that's fine. Go forth and fuck. But if if you just collect them and like display them, would you rather date knife guy or skull guy? Knife guy. But at least the skulls can't really harm you. Unless they really smash it on you. I don't I don't like it because it's like a creepy element. Yeah, it's it's just it's ridiculous. And 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 Noel, instead of being like, Larry, let's talk about this outside, instead is just like, well, Lewis told me he didn't want to kill you. And Larry's like, well, he's taking the first step. <laughs> he's taking the first step in the knives. I love uh, this so much. yeah. I I uh I fear for Larry's life. Me too. Someone alert the authorities or like alert campus police or literally anything. Let uh, alert someone who's in charge. I think that, you know, I think I think that Larry needs to get out of that room and get himself on a floor that's not with Noel's and RA. Seriously, because he's obviously not very responsible. No. So we have a, another parent teacher conference, which is really like Come on now. Like, nobody's doing this in college. This is so adolescent. But Felicity opens up and um, first admits that uh, she had the best birth of her life without her mom because her mom sucks is basically what she said. (laughs) No. That's what she said. She said, Mom, you blow. And every Tuesday we have lunch together. But I had the best lunch by myself, and it's because you suck and you make food taste bad, is what she said. This is the best. First, like her, and I understand her dad's coming from because she, he's like, your entire life it was Stanford, like, and you want to be a doctor. And now I don't understand, like, why you're here and if you're even going to be pre med. And Felicity's like, well, there's this boy. <laughs> okay. And then this is where shit goes down. Her mom yeah. is very angry about this and we're like oh i guess um she realizes like you know her daughter's not being independent maybe i was thinking like maybe she feels like um she's not following in the correct footsteps or whatever but her mom gets mad and basically then uninvites her to thanksgiving she goes yeah this is wild because she's just like felicity (laughs) is terrible at this She's like, oh, you remember how we used to go out just the two of us and we had hamburgers? Well, I got the best hamburger of my life the other day. And guess what? You weren't there. 
you weren't there. And she's like, well, you know what? I can go to the same hamburger place too, you know? Yeah. I love her mom uninviting her for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Everyone's uninvited to Thanksgiving. You know what? Mm -hmm. Fuck you, Felicity. You don't get to come to Thanksgiving. No turkey for you. So funny. And she's just like, you know what? I'm just going to go back to the hotel. And then the dad's like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. Dad is very confused now. If I was the mom, this is where I would just go on a shopping spree with my rich bitch country club money. A thousand percent. Just yeah. fucking forget Felicity. Go off. Live your rich bitch life. And, yeah. you know, in- uninvite her from Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. None for you. So Felicity is very <laughs> upset. She talks to Julie and she's like, Julie, you'll never. Wait, you believe- missed the Julie Ben stuff. Oh, I don't even remember a Julie Ben Okay, scene. so Julie, like, I don't know. They must have talked about when they were doing all the hanky-panky, they must have had a conversation about a guitar because Julie got a guitar, but, like, a much cheaper one than, like, some kind of Martin guitar that's very expensive. Uh, and, like, it does seem like Ben is trying to, like, have a conversation with her, but she's very much, like, not interested like it seems like she's just trying to be like i want to be friends with felicity i don't want to fuck around with ben i don't want anything to do with this uh yeah so you're saying that julia's being julia julie 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 julie's being a good friend i think so yeah i agree with you like she actually knows how to be a good friend she knows the upset felicity so she's trying to stay away and practice her cheap little guitar on her own yeah and uh, and yeah, this is when uh, Felicity and Julie have a whole conversation talking about like Felicity's parents, and uh, and yeah, this is really interesting because like Felicity's like, oh, we're gonna have dinner tonight, but I've never seen my mom so angry with me, and I okay credit to Julie yeah again because I feel like she plays a really good not like devil's advocate but more just like Felicity maybe like this is what they think this is what you know maybe this is where they're coming from where they just feel rejected by you they didn't expect you to break up on your own and now they're freaking out because you're rejecting their plans yeah absolutely I think that uh, Julie's doing a really good job of seeing Felicity's parents as humans because Mm -hmm. Parents are humans. Nobody is perfect. So Julie's just like, have you ever thought about this? And Felicity's like, no, I didn't. And actually, my life's problems are so bad. And then Julie's like, actually, did you know that um, I'm adopted and I'm discovering my uh, trying to find my birth mom? And Felicity's like, no, because I only thought about myself ever. I, I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't realize that. Nor do I care. Like Julie is trying to open up to her, yeah. and she's just like, "Yeah, this is like she. This is the reason that she came to New York for school York. is to so, meet her yeah. birth mom." Julie's telling her this because she's like, "You know what? It's not so bad for you. You're not the only one that came here for not the correct reasons. Like, I'm actually here because I'm trying to find my birth mom, who I know is in New York. I found out her name, and <laughs> Felicity's like." wow your past seems so troubled you're so interesting to me (laughs) yep yep she's like can i steal your story and write it for an essay thank you oh my god so ridiculous uh so they have a little bit of a like connecting moment and then uh noel decides that he should enter the girl's bathroom (laughs) Noel is everywhere that he shouldn't be. I actually don't <laughs> think he's Noel. I, I'm 
okay. I mean, we're both on terrible teams. Can we both just admit that we now? No. Well, you're not going to admit we're on terrible teams? No, I'm on team no. I know that. But I'm just I mean, your team member is a terrible RA and is entering women's washrooms when he shouldn't be. Yeah. And my team member seems to be really into chicks who can't figure their shit out. Yeah. <laughs> like is very into both julie and felicity it seems um i guess so i suppose so but you know what it's i don't have to like him i just have to like him and felicity together that's that's fair that's that's the point but i know i don't i mean like the, the the thing is is that like i said noel is literally everywhere that he shouldn't be he it's like you know how they have like office hours like yes. RA hours. He's like, oh, it's a Friday at three o'clock to five o'clock. I don't think I want to be in my office. I no. think I want to be everywhere else besides my office. Yeah. And he wants to apologize so badly that he cannot wait for Felicity to exit the bathroom. He is a kind of a creep. Yeah. I mean, I've been saying, yeah. yeah. But his lips are so pillowy and I want to kiss them. <laughs> Well, uh, Noel then also sees uh, Felicity's dad and he's like, listen, I'm like, I'm really, I'm really grateful that Felicity is here. And, uh, and I love her dad being like, is she okay? And he's like, um, you know, she's like a chick and he's like a chick and he's like, oh, a baby chicken. Sorry. I'm going to use a metaphor. And the dad is like, don't use a metaphor. what Never is the metaphor? Mind. No idea. Never mind. Absolutely I no don't idea. know. Like, who is she a baby chick? I don't know what the metaphor he was trying to make was. In my opinion, she's a freshman in college figuring her shit out. Am I a baby chick? Um, do you feel like a baby chick? Sometimes. Can I ask you a question? Because yeah. uh, I was doing watercolor earlier and I like I've been thinking about friends a lot, obviously, after the news about Matthew Perry. And so I was doing a little like collage of friends things and I did a baby chick and a baby duck. Mm-hmm. If you had to choose between the baby to be the baby chick or the baby duck, which one would you want to be? Why did your face just look like that? <laughs> and everyone knows exactly what your face just looked like. <laughs> if I had to be a baby chick yes. or a baby duck. Yes. I don't I don't want to be either. But you have to be one. I don't care. I don't know. I guess a duck. Okay. I mean, me too. I think the duck's a good pick. Yeah, ducks are really cute. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, they have a little chat. And uh, Noel's like, listen, everything's going to be fine. And Felicity comes out and finds out, yeah, her mom's not coming to dinner. And the dad's like, oh, she wasn't feeling well. Bullshit. We all know that's not true. Yeah, mom's still mad. And she doesn't want to. Well, actually, she's probably just spending a lot of money at like a, like a Bergdorf, Bergdorf Goodman. But uh, so basically, Felicity is... At dinner with her dad, a very fancy place. And basically, Felicity's fully expecting to have to pay for college on her own now. She's accepted it. She's like, I'm going to do work study. I'm going to figure it out. And her dad's like, you know what? I really thought you were going to go to Stanford. I really wanted this for you. We raised all this money. I would have paid for you. Um, But ultimately, what I'm going to do 
is I'm going to pay your tuition for NYU. But I did not anticipate a an expense for room and board dorming mm-hmm. and food because I thought you were going to be commuting and living at home in California. So what I think is fair, which I totally agree with, actually, I will pay tuition and I guess like book expenses. You will pay the room and board, your food and your living situation. And I'm like, wow, dad, you we are love this. Mr. Porter, you are great. Like, I really appreciate you. I thought you were going to be sucky forever. But that is really, really good of you. And I appreciate you. And you're a good dad. Yeah. And I really, like, appreciated that he's like, I don't know why. Like, I I don't know. I don't want you here. I don't know why you are here. But I'm not going to fight you. This is your life. As much as it's, like, difficult for me, this is your life. I want to make sure you want to stay in New York. And if you do, I'm going to help you a little bit. But, like, I totally think this is a fair deal. And very generous, to be honest. Like, he didn't Mm -hmm. have to pay for her college. Like, he could have just been like, nope, you're not doing what I want. Screw you. Um, But he doesn't. And I really appreciated that. And I do think, like, this is – this move makes sense where, like, when they get one-on-one, I feel like it's a little bit easier of a conversation because you don't feel ganked up on in the way that, like, having both the parents there might feel. Um, but, yeah, then we flash to Felicity in the um, advisor's office, and she talks about how when she was a kid and, like, it thunderstormed out, she would be, like, really terrified, and her mom would come in and make her feel better, tell her it was going to be okay. She'd, like, help her fall asleep. And she's like, I guess I just felt like she would always do that. And she doesn't understand why her mom feels this way. She doesn't understand Mm -hmm. why her mom feels so rejected. And we get a little conversation between uh, after she gets out of the advisor's office, we get a conversation between Felicity and her mom. And her mom basically says, I met your father when I was super, super young. And so when you said you moved here for a boy, like it felt very familiar and I had had aspirations for my dream or for like my life that I wanted to do that I never really got to do. And basically she's taking it all out on Felicity. This, you know, this is a very common thing in in TV, Sarah, I think to like have the parent put all of their hopes and aspirations onto their child. And when they fail to meet them, they get upset with them. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it makes a lot of sense. And I think the reasoning, like, although it's not fair for Felicity to get this sort of blowback, like I understand. um, And I like sympathize with the mom uh, about like what she's struggling with. Like she said that she had Felicity at 20 years old. Her life didn't really go the way that she thought it would or could. I guess she had dreams of um, being a career woman or like more than, you know, what she is currently Mm -hmm. involved in. And she was scared that Felicity was going to follow in her footsteps, like drop out of school, like become a wife and a mom early on. Like she wants her daughter to really excel. Uh, But Felicity is her own person. We all know nobody can convince her of anything. She is the only one that um, she only listens to her own thoughts and feelings. So I yeah. think that uh, her mom doesn't have to worry about Felicity. She's a, a headstrong woman. So um, yeah. And I think it's, it's interesting that it's, it's not even that it was just that. Cause her mom also says 
I don't know what my life now looks like without you there for those like Tuesday dinners, oh, yeah. and, like seeing each other. Like I don't know what I'm going to yeah, do. She like, I don't know. Uh, is she a homemaker? Do we? Do we I think know? So. Yeah, I okay. think so. I feel like she doesn't have a purpose anymore. Like she's an empty nester now. Yeah, empty nester is like a real thing, and I feel like that. Yeah, that must be very difficult for Mrs. Porter, especially when. Again, let's not forget the rug was pulled out from underneath her parents when she was like, oh, I'm just going to go to New York. And the whole plan was Stanford. She was going to stay home. She was going to live at home. Like this is a big, big change for her mom to adjust to as well. And I mean, I forget. I read or there was like a quote somewhere. I'm not going to remember it correctly, but basically being like, you know, our parents are people, too. And like the day we realize that is really kind of difficult because it's almost like an illusion shatters for us that like right. they're humans. They make mistakes like all of us. And oh, you know what it was? It was like our parents are also living life for the first time. Oh, like, yeah. Which is an interesting kind of lens to view it through that. We're all still doing this for the first time. And it's not we're not always going to get it right. And I really like, again, that we get like the apologies that we're getting and that this isn't a very prolonged storyline, you know, like two, we're two episodes in and her parents are like pretty resolved on her being in New York. I gotta love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. I mean, maybe it'll come up later on. Maybe there's still some lingering resentment, but yeah. we, get, we got shit to do just like New York. We uh, don't have time to linger around. We have to go, go, go. Yeah, because... Ben Ben sees this very important conversation happening between mother daughter and mm -hmm. decides he's just going to interrupt it. I am just going to insert myself here. Felicity, yeah. I received your letter. That was a very flattering thing for you to do. Thank you for sharing. Um, and then so awkward. So awkward. Leaves. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, and then Felicity introduces him like, oh, yeah. this is Ben. This is my mom. And yeah. he like leaves. And Mrs. Porter immediately like, oh, he's cute. <laughs> yeah. I knew that she was going to comment on his looks. Of course. Naturally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Naturally. So, yeah. Anything yeah, else with this episode? No. I mean, her parents leave. They seem to be pretty happy that she's, you know, ha at least okay with the well, decision that she's made. Yeah. I think Felicity's mom still looked like a sad girl. Like, I think that we're going to get some parental drama our mm -hmm. favorite uh i trope. hate it yeah hate it but at least you know what if we're at college i think we're less likely to encounter mm -hmm. all of the drama you know what i mean so i sure let's hope so crossed. i sure hope so but um, i can totally yeah. see felicity inspiring her mom to pick up and leave and do something for quote unquote herself yeah and um not become or stay a homemaker um i think that that could be a storyline in the future yeah and i i really enjoy again that like <laughs> it does feel like the show is leaning in the ben direction currently because if we're looking at interactions with felicity's parents noel had a decidedly negative interaction with them whereas ben ended up like on the uplifting note right like her mom thinks he's cute um but i i enjoyed this episode because i couldn't believe that felicity one-upped herself from last oh not really i guess moving across country is a bit wilder than just sending him the admissions letter but it's really bad felicity you're so lucky that he is i guess into girls who've lost their mind um because <laughs> he looked very happy about it and i certainly would not be happy about it yeah about him. yeah i mean i i think it's flattering to have somebody obsess over you a secret not so secret admirer Mm, yeah not for me no um but that's our episode the last stand 
uh, season one, episode two. Sarah, do you want to know what next episode is titled? Absolutely. Hot objects. Hot objects. I don't know what that means. Is it I don't know. Uh, maybe they're taking chemistry class and there's some hot objects because of the the bundermite the bundermeister was it the beacon bunsen burners bunsen burger <laughs> of the bundermeisters <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's what you just said bundermeisters very dangerous um <laughs> Uh, and we're not going to be alone. We're going to be joined by our lovely friend, Lindy, from One Indescribable Podcast. Oh. I can't have Lindy on, so that's going to be a ton of fun. Exciting. Um, we do also have some feedback. Would you like to hear it? Of course. We have a voicemail from Temi. So let's see what Temi has to say. Dear Jess and Sarah, I'm a bigger fan of Felicity than DBK is. Oh. Or at least that's what I thought. Then I realized that if I'm not, I'm at least a bigger Carrie Russell fan. Mm. You're so beautiful, it hurts to look at you. That was a quote from my so-called life. Um, um, I thought John Cho, is that storyline with the knife and his roommate was really funny. Um, and the line, it was the best hamburger I remembered <laughs> I, as a guest. <laughs> Dear Sally... There will be an actress named Zoe Deschanel. I'm just as adorable as her without the quirks. When I was sitting with my mom at the end of the episode, I was thinking, I don't want your life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, Temi. Uh, Okay, so Temi is also apparently a very big Felicity fan. So this is fun. This is great news. Yeah. Uh, Temi, is Sally a ghost? No, he can't tell us that. We don't okay, want don't no spoilers. Don't tell us. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, and speaking of DBK, we also got a voicemail from him, of course. So let's hear what he has to say. What up, though, ladies? All right. The last stand. What well, we got this episode. Well, we learned out Julie's adopted. So that's probably going to be a big deal, I'm guessing. And her mom is somewhere in New York. And is that why Julie came to New York to go to school? Who knows? Uh, Then the first scene with Nolan Felicity where she's like, I should mail him my letter cracks me up. He's like, (laughs) Nolan's like, what? And she's like, oh, you're a bouncing board. I can't I can't hand it to him. That would be embarrassing. I should nail it. Uh, We got a John Chu cameo. He shows up as Larry and his roommate, Lewis, is going to buy the knives and like is talking about killing him in his sleep. So I'm curious if you think we'll see either of these guys again. I think that can be a fun little game you guys can play because uh, Felicity's sort of like community for Jess where there's like a lot of like side characters that like pop in and out and like some that don't. But I feel like that. What do we think? Do we think they're going to Larry and Lewis are going to make a return? I I think that Larry uh, left but I wouldn't be surprised if we see Lewis and his knives again. I'm going to say both of them make a return because I would love to see it. Like that could be a fun game. Uh, Megan steals her scenes, of, of course, when she's on the show. We gotta love her. <laughs> she said one word, DDK. Hush puppies. <laughs> uh, I really like the music this episode. And uh, we got maybe one of Noel's first metaphors. Uh, I'm glad to see Felicity's dad finally turned around. And uh, yeah, that's about it for this week. Uh, 
I'm going to prepare for all the Felicity hate now that you guys are going to spew this episode <laughs> that hurts my heart and gets me so angry when I'm listening, but it's oh, it's no. enjoyable, guys. It's enjoyable. I just got to keep telling myself that, right? <laughs> Anyways, I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, until next week, peace. DBK, I'm so sorry because we definitely trashed Felicity. Yeah. She's unhinged. A like, bit. I don't think you can defend her actions is the thing. No. But we, uh, I think we got the good vibe that uh, DBK is a is a fan of Megan. Because she said, like, four words this episode. And he was like, mm -hmm. she steals every scene. <laughs> <laughs> She's the best thing that we've got. She's the best. Um, apparently Noel's metaphors are going to be a thing and I'm yeah. really excited about that what was Noel's metaphor again is, I start talking about a baby chick and we, he never oh, got to yeah. finish it because the dad was like I don't fucking have time for this oh my gosh So I don't, I know. don't know why but men love to give analogies and metaphors during serious conversations and it gives me the ick. Is it like mansplaining but with metaphors? It's, it's like, kind of condescending if they're like doing it to be like, oh, you don't understand it this way? Let me put it in a metaphor so no, you'll get it. It's not like that, but okay. I don't know. It's just annoying. Just Well, you're team Noel, so you better get over that quick. Uh, I'm the biggest team fan of Noel. I okay yeah <laughs> um okay you know what would be fun you know what i'm thinking about what's what are you thinking about it might oh i forgot to make predictions dink it Did you yeah you know what no i i have no predictions we'll do it oh, next good. time okay good sorry we're, we're pre-recording the holidays are happening it's a lot yeah um, it's almost thanksgiving but, time I'm, I'm packing i'm moving and grooving i don't have time for predictions i'm thinking about something we might want to do and I don't know if this will work. Maybe the listeners can, in a non-spoilery way, say if this is something they think is a good idea, if it will, like, work over a long period of time. If we had, like, points, if we were like, okay, did Ben win this episode or did Noel win this episode? Oh. I don't know if that will work. Listeners, let us know if you think this is something we should do because it'd be easy enough for us to go back a few episodes and say who won each one so that we could do it for the whole series. Uh-huh. But I think we need like we need some weekly shit. You know what I mean? We need some weekly stuff. Okay. Well, we'll see. You don't look enthused by this at all. I'm so enthused. You lies. I'm the <laughs> most way enthused. more enthused about the skull collector. <laughs> uh, I'm the most the most enthused ever. Okay. Well, listeners, let us know. You can let us know by going to shit90spod.com if you want to leave us a voicemail, shit90spod at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. You could tweet at us at Shit90spod on Twitter and Instagram. You can hand us a um a, can note. Mail us a letter. <laughs> mail us a letter. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all we have. Again, we, like we said, we're uh we're pre-recording because of the American holiday Thanksgiving. Um, but we'll be back next week with our friend Lindy to talk about episode three, which I'm really excited to watch because I can't I need to see if Felicity can top herself, you know. She will. She I, can I and she can't will. Wait. Um uh, anything else you have going on, Sarah, that you want to plug for the listeners? No. We're finishing up Freaks and Geeks. That's we exciting. Are. I really it love bad. it. We just had our friend Melissa on yeah. to talk about discos and dragons. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of fun. It was. And if you, I mean, we know about My So-Called Life and we know that's one season. Um, we've talked about Undeclared briefly on the podcast. If you have any other 
90s shows that are one season long that you want to hear us talk about at some point, feel free to send those to our inbox as well and we'll check them out. Um, I think that's everything we have. So we'll be back next week with another episode of Felicity. But thank you everyone for listening and have a good one. And hopefully, if you're American, have a happy Thanksgiving. All right, everybody. Bye. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me.